There has always been a battle between light and darkness. Satan hates God and fights against his work. It is vital that God's people recognize their place in this conflict and are equipped for spiritual warfare in our day. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open God's Word and prepare for the front lines. Welcome to the battlefield. That's encouraging, isn't it? In the last few days, we have been looking in 2 Timothy at what it means to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I have enjoyed our time in 2 Timothy, but I want to back up now in our study to what the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus in Ephesians chapter number 6 because the old warrior, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, gave us one of the greatest summary passages on spiritual warfare you're ever going to find. In just a handful of verses, he describes for us what this battle looks like and how we can be ready for it. I find it interesting that this passage is found in the book of Ephesians because you remember Ephesians is a book of fullness. That's the theme of, of the book. The fullness of God, the fullness of Christ, the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And isn't it interesting that this book of fullness ends with a fight? We want the fullness without the fight. We want the blessing without the battle. It doesn't work that way. We all hate war. Don't we hate war? Uh, my grandfather was in World War II. He was actually at Pearl Harbor after the attack and helped with the cleanup. And before he went to heaven, I had the privilege of visiting the USS Arizona Memorial there in Pearl Harbor with him, standing there where the oil still rises from the depths below and looking at the names of all of those who gave their life there on the wall. And my grandfather was a tough man, uh, a tough man. But I saw tears in his eyes and a tenderness in his voice as he contemplated and considered what had happened there. The more you see war, the more you hate it. Stand at the Vietnam Memorial. Uh, go where veterans are and listen to them talk. We all hate war. And yet, friends, we're on an active battlefield. We're in an ongoing war. We're engaged in a spiritual conflict. Our captain is Jesus Christ. Hebrews 2 verse 10, he's the captain of our salvation. Our army... The church of Jesus Christ, Matthew 16, 18, advancing against the gates of hell. Our equipment is all found in Ephesians chapter number 6. Let's begin where Paul begins in Ephesians 6 and verse 10. He says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. Now we want to jump straight to the armor of God, start talking about all the pieces that we need. Well, that's not where he begins. No, when, when he welcomes us to this battlefield, he begins by laying a little groundwork, laying some context for us. First of all, he shows us who the enemy is not. Listen to it carefully. He says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Sometimes the best way to determine who the enemy is is to determine who the enemy is not. I'm afraid that many believers today are fighting the wrong enemy. We're fighting each other instead of fighting the devil. Don't you know the devil loves that? We're fighting lesser fights when the greater fight is being lost. We're, we're winning little skirmishes in areas that frankly don't matter for eternity 
while a greater war is going on all around us. Stonewall Jackson was wounded by friendly fire. I stood in the place where he died not long ago. I was preaching close to there and went to that historical area. And I just reminisced again the story of how Jackson was wounded by his own men. There are a lot of good soldiers wounded by friendly fire today. I remember reading the story of Lord Nelson uh, who was engaged in a major conflict and two of his generals were divided against one another. They were fighting amongst themselves. He went over and grabbed both of them by the arms, pointed both of their arms out towards where the battlefield was and shouted at the top of his lungs, Yonder is the enemy. I think sometimes that's the reminder we need. Yonder is the enemy. It's, it's out there. The enemy is not a person, unless that person's the devil. The enemy is not a physical circumstance. Sometimes we think what we're dealing with is physical. Uh, we think it's uh, circumstantial, it's economic, it's uh, you know the, the things we deal with in day-to-day life around us. No, that's really not it. It's, it's bigger than that. It's all spiritual. It's just as real as what you can see, and it is actually stronger than what you see. Spiritual things are very real. So he tells us first who the enemy is not. Then secondly, he tells us where the battle is fought. Can I tell you where the battle is fought? It's fought everywhere, every day. Let me explain to you what I mean. We begin reading this passage in Ephesians 6 and verse 10, but I'll remind you that all of these scriptures are connected that it's a continuous flow, that every text has a context. So if you back up to the previous verses in Ephesians chapter 6, and then if you back up to the previous chapter in Ephesians chapter number 5, here's what you're going to discover. You're going to discover the Apostle Paul talking about marriage life, parenting, relationships with your employer, relationships with your employees. I mean, dealing with the nitty-gritty of life. Uh, We would like to think that the spiritual battle Uh, is fought at the church house, but I want to suggest it's really fought at your house. We think uh, that the spiritual battle is going on uh, in the seat of government, but it may very well be going on intensely today at the place where you work. You see, the spiritual conflict is raging on every front. Uh, It's waged on the front lines of your own flesh. He deals early on in chapter 5 with fleshly things and dealing with your own sin. That's where you got to start. And then, Starting at about chapter 5, verse 21 through chapter 6 and verse 4, he deals with the home base of the family, with your family and with God's family. And then in chapter 6, verses 5 through 9, he deals with the region of relationships. You see, here's what I'm saying. It's in the mundane of life that the battle for hearts and homes, for good and the glory of God, is fought. Do not think that the pastor is waging the war. You are in it, my friend. And if you're going to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ, you're going to have to recognize that you're not fighting people. Though you may occasionally have conflict with people, you're not fighting people. They are not the enemy. And you're not fighting simply to conquer certain circumstances in your life. Instead, you're dealing with spiritual conflict in every region of your life. Let me tell you how that will help you. That's going to help you practically to understand today that the decisions you make have spiritual implications. And that... Even relationship issues that you're working through and dealing with, they all have spiritual implications. They're going to affect you. They're going to affect others. And ultimately, they're going to affect what others think of your God. Welcome to the battlefield. No wonder he says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord 
and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And he's wily. We'll talk more about him soon. But today, I want to give you a challenge. Here's the challenge. I want you to try to live this day looking at every relationship, every responsibility, and every challenge or difficulty you face through a spiritual lens. Try to understand that God is working in your life and the devil is fighting against it. Everything God ordains, Satan opposes. So when God is working, Satan is fighting. If you can begin to see it through that lens, it will give you a right view of God and it will give you a right view of the enemy. And it will be the first step towards you being the soldier that the Lord Jesus Christ wants to be. Don't turn your guns uh, symbolically. Don't turn your artillery uh, against those that are right around you today. Don't wage war against lesser things or other people. Instead, recognize that you are fighting a spiritual enemy and only God can give you the, grip, the victory and the strength to overcome. Remember that the battle is always fiercest just before it is won. Christ is coming and soon the war will be over. Determined to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Until then, you may join us online at scottpauley.org or check out the full-length Bible messages on our YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. It is our prayer that the Lord will equip you for the battle and help you to live in victory today. Thank you.